good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you are watching this, welcome to Grace Healing. I'm in Andreas Ulick with Grace Healing, and I have with me Larry Reynolds. Hey, Larry. Welcome. It's good, good to see How you. are you doing today? I am good, doing great. Wonderful. Great. We continue on with the 10 great words, and today we are going to talk about honor your father and your mother. And before we actually look at the de definitions, I did some research like I always do. Yes. And I found that, uh, you know, Peter, for example, repeats in Ephesians 6.1, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Yeah. And then I read some commentary here, which says, God knows we are incapable of following his commands and thus made a way for us to be forever forgiven by Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus' death on the cross. Yes. Believe in him saves us, not following rules. So what then is the purpose of commands such as honor your father and mother in our testaments? <laughs> well, that, that's interesting because you and I talk about this quite often where we do. We're, we're finding duality or conflict within scripture like that statement right there that you've not followed by commands that's why my understanding of the original 10 great words it was presented as you will know yourself upon my path as you discover these things within you which lends itself to the fact that if you are not discovering these attributes of the 10 great words within you then it means that you are not on the divine path so you need to in the words that Christianity has chosen, repent. And remembering that the word repent is not being whacked upside the head, beaten down and transformed. It's a subtle course correction. To repent is to alter by one degree, to return back into the sense of normalcy, to return back into the sense of divine guidance and wisdom. So it's not this, you know, major shame-based punishment process. It's this process of moving upward into enlightenment instead of imprisonment through judgment. And the commanding format comes in such a way that I see, you know, I mean, it, it's like pounding upon people that you will do these things instead of helping people to recognize that which is God within them and then building upon that which is God within them. You're on mute. So I, I uh, let's focus on the terms mother and father or father and mother. Yeah. Um, and I have a sense that there is a broader aspect to this in, in scripture uh, as well. So it says, honor your mother and father and mother or mother and father. Now so remember, what, he's also speaking to children. Oh. And as a child, we do as a child, but as an adult moving, and this is also in spiritual awakening, because there are adults that are 59, 60 years old that are still children on a spiritual level, and they're just waking. So they are there to honor that those who precede them, those who have gone before them, to honor them in a higher understanding of the spiritual guidance, wisdom, and clarity that God presents within them. So when he's speaking to the nature of children, honor your parents. 
honor your mother and father because that's who God has established as the vessel to evidence them upon this earth, mother and father. Feminine and masculine joined as one to make and bring forth a seed of life to manifest creation in the form of a physical vessel forming the flesh, meaning the soul, in the womb. The physical vessel and the soul created within the womb. The spirit preceded it. So the importance of understanding the order and process of how we are created and formed and released within this heavens, within the 10 great words, this happens to be number five that we're talking about. It's much deeper when you understand it's about moving you to connect you to source being God creator. Yes, you honor the vessel, mother, father, but you must remember and embrace the truth that all blessing, all source comes directly of God first. And I, I, do you have a question now? Or I see something mulling in the brain there. So. No, yeah, I know. I was thinking, let's quickly look at the, uh, let me share the screen and we'll look at the word, I think. Yes. And then I have some, I do have questions, absolutely. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> but uh, let's look at this. So scriptures say... Go to the slide. There we go. Awesome. Five. There we go. Can you see it? Yep. So... Uh, scripture says, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Yes. And then if you want to talk about uh, the, you know, the deeper meaning of that. Yes. And, and we'll shift over to the fifth great word here in when you remember the fullness of my presence within you, you will receive and recognize the path you have chosen. This one is huge and would require an instruction upon itself. Humanity as a whole has forgotten the fact that we were known perfect before God before we surrendered our presence before God and entered into the human veil. We were known perfect, we were known to be connected to God without veil. Therefore, we had all knowledge, all understanding, all clarity, and all recognition of understanding of throughout creation. So when we were first formed and connected unto God, and David says it within scriptures, Yahweh, you knew me perfect before, me, before you formed me within the womb of my mother, formed my flesh, the soul, and knit my bones from the dust of the earth. So God knew me perfect. So if we are perfect, we are perfect in understanding, perfect in form, perfect in clarity, perfect without veil. We chose, looking into humanity and what's unfolding within the lower heavens, we had a clear contract before God that I will enter that bloodline and God chose the vessels, mom, dad, that would evidence us upon this earth. And you will honor those whom I have chosen to evidence your life within this first heaven, the lower heaven. These you will know in humanity as mother and father. In these you will hold great honor and remember that they are my children, chosen to reveal your being and my spirit within you for the sake of all generations to be freed and returned to the image I hold. 
So remember, and we're going to take a break just for a moment there, but keep the slide up, that what we need to recognize and remember is that we had clarity and understanding of how our lineage, how our bloodline was being affected by spiritual influence through generations past and on into the generation we chose to enter into. And again, there's another huge instruction as to how time lays out from a divine perspective. It is not linear the way that people are accustomed to. So we knew perfect that which we witnessed. We had absolute understanding of the outcome of our presence entering the human veil. We knew the maladies, maladies, difficulties, challenges, and experiences we would encounter as humans because it is not about humanity. It is about setting free the captives within the order of principalities, the spiritual realm. So if you have witnessed as perfect spirit, pure before God, witnessed within a certain human bloodline, I see the nature of um, infidelity or um, lack of integrity or disingenuous spirit. You see these different things functioning within that bloodline. You enter in through mother, father to bring healing and restoration to the bloodline, not to perpetuate it. And the only way to succeed in that is to discover the living attributes of God within yourself above the nature of how generations before govern you. So as we stopped there, it was for the sake of all generations to be freed and returned into the image I hold. In other words, God has this image of all things already blessed, already complete, already whole. So I want to pick up from there, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't leaving you off here. So <laughs> I'm intrigued. Uh, awesome. You know, you said it is not about humanity, and you're talking about honoring something that is of humanity as it appears, you know, honor exactly. your father and your mother, but it's more than that. So to me, it sounds like we're honoring, we're honoring God through the yes. mother and the father, right? <laughs> yes. That's the key, is to recognize that it is about returning unto source, to honor that not only God knew me perfect, God knew the nature of my journey, God knew the nature of those which he would choose to evidence be upon this earth, I would be blessed to honor them because God held them at such a value that he utilized them as the instruments to evidence upon this earth. So yes, we need to honor them, but we need to honor the reality that God is the source of that decision. God is the source of that completion. And that's where the honoring of those that God chose as the living vessel. And there's many people that have been raised in very corrupt, broken, and damaging situations with their parents. They may have had abusive um, or been sexually abused or been in an alcoholic setting or drug users or, or had to watch their parents as they're sitting there shooting up heroin in their car and they're passed out and the child's sitting there in a state of trauma for five hours before the person wakes up or a police officer comes along and hits them with Narcan and wakes them up. Now, how does that child grow to honor that parent, mother, father? The reality is that they honor God within the mother-father. 
they would recognize the spiritual things that have altered the course of mother father and they would honor them as god sees them not how their drug dependency or alcohol dependency or sexual dependency or whatever is governing them and then that child would grow to be an adult while honoring their parents without embracing the corruption that they hold and they would rise to become an adult spiritually awake and then pray release of all the spiritual things they evidenced and revealed through their youth and then all blood ties that they themselves hold to the human vessels and the generations that preceded them what a huge what a tall order though for a child i'm thinking well, it's not for the child it's for that adult mind that has come out of the recognition of being a child the but i'm child saying will experience these things and recognize them as they unfold yeah but i'm saying you know if i'm looking at thinking about a four five six year old child that goes through the experience you described of an addicted parent which there are millions how does that child discern how does it understand it won't right I well mean, again the child is still connected directly unto god's presence and less veiled than we are um the children pour out of their mouths things that are so godly and so beautiful until we change them mm. until we alter them so what i'm reaching to right now is the message for those adults that are still trapped as the child they are still trapped in that moment of great greatest level of spiritual or emotional distress in their lives and they become the six-year-old or they become the 12-year-old that experience this high level trauma where they watch their mom going down and, and going into a near overdose of heroin and then snapping out of it waking up and driving home and kind of wandering all over the streets so these children that are going through this yes that child is going through a lot but we as a people have lost sight of the fact that it is not about the humans. It's about the spiritual nature of that which is governing that. And in the day we start teaching this to people, children like that will grow to become strong, stable adults instead of repetitive children repeating repetitive childlike behavior as they move into adulthood. If we teach them that it's not your parents that did this to you, but it was the spiritual nature that moved through them that manifested this result. It's just like I've shared this with you before with Stephen when he was being stoned to death. As his body was giving up life, as the crowd was stoning him to death, throwing stones, casting out words of disgust and disdain and judgment and all this stuff, they were stoning him to death. And they hear Stephen's voice cry out over the crowd from the heavens. Yahweh, forgive them, for they know not what they do. For it is the spirits within that govern that which they do. So the spirit of murder, the spirit of judgment, the spirit of hatred, the spirit of um, injustice, all these things. Those were what were governing people to cast stones and take this man's life. And even in that moment, a birth into new life when his body was dying and he was between that veil of human existence and heavenly existence, he was able to cry out from within the heavens, God, forgive them. So if we are teaching people that are be growing from this child in trauma to adult with spiritual equipage or spiritual equipment, they would have a realization that, wait a minute, 
that individual that wronged me, or like when I was younger, I was, I was near murdered a number of times. I was actually killed and buried once in the dirt. And in those experiences, I know it was not the individual doing it. I know that it was something of a spiritual nature that was governing his actions. That's what I need to be recognizing is not the individual that harmed me, but the spiritual things that governed their actions. And I pray freedom and release, perfect and holy forgiveness for any act that they did while under spiritual veil or spiritual blindness. And I look to set the captives, those spiritual influences, free, as Yeshua told us, set the captives free. Very interesting concept. Let's finish with the slide. Um, okay. I forget where you left off. Maybe there's well, some. We, we you left probably off addressed. You a addressed a lot. This one here, which is you will return into the knowing that I am the source for all life and that there is no limit to that which is my holiest of creation. Again, God is the source. God is the source of Mother Father. God is the source of your existence. God is the source of all blessed things through creation. My body fully revealed in all that is blessed and most beautiful within creation. God's living body is the, the, the living breath, the abun that manifests through us in the form of blessing. You will know that you have emerged from me directly, God directly, and you will know your origins in me without limitation or influence of any kind to diminish that which I have formed. In other words, what I just described about this child raised in trauma, they will all of a sudden recognize, oh my God, I am not that which the trauma created. I am that which God created to bring restoration to that which was defined as spiritual trauma or physical trauma. So you will release all ties that you have known and return to the knowing that the one tie you hold is the perfect union with me. Yahweh, Abun, God creator. You will know that I have formed and gifted this union by grace. It's not something you and I have earned, it comes by grace. All earthly and generational ties will be viewed first through my eyes and will no longer enslave you in any way. So therefore, if we are truly on this path of God, we would know that we would no longer be enslaved to the fact that we were beaten, raped, or abused, or sexually molested, or, or witnessed death, or whatever, in a drug overdose. Or we would no longer be enslaved by that because we would find ourselves upon the path of God's presence and we would go, now I see what was spiritually governing the nature of this experience within my youth. And now as an adult spiritually, I can look back upon this and bring healing both upon the spiritual captives that governed the result and the generations that preceded me and the generations that will follow me. This is about healing, restoration, and establishing the image that God holds for creation. And in this, now we go back to this, slide, you will know your mother and father as spiritual brother and sister. You will look upon the person who names himself or herself enemy as your brother or sister, and know that they hold no power over you. 
you will not allow the titles or words of the world to undermine the truth that all things are and can return to the image I hold for them. So this, this is talking about relational interaction as to how we look into humanity and remember what's governing the nature of things on a spiritual level. So that if we see our parents as brother or sister before God, we would recognize and honor God within them, thanksgiving that they were used as a holy vessel and an instrument, and we would honor them for who they are before God, but we would not be ensnared and drawn into things that they are doing that are not of God nature. Does that make sense? It does. I'm thinking, you know, if I bring this back to a level of conversation that we have day in, day out as humans, one mm -hmm. to another, we look at the word honor and some of the other words that come to mind when I hear honor is obedience, mm -hmm. respect. So if I think of a soldier that honors his lieutenant's orders and mm -hmm. does what he's told to do, that's an honor, but it's also obedience. But I feel there's a difference. You know, how you described honor now, how we just talked about this, how you framed this, honor is like a way through God. It's like taking the perspective of God in his creation that we are part of. And by honoring our mother and our father and our brother and our sister, we are honoring God. Right, and we honor God within them, yet we do not honor the wrongful decisions they make. We do not become ensnared in the types of behaviors. Like if we have a parent that's addicted to alcohol, for example, we honor God within them as the source creator and the source of my being upon this earth. And now all of a sudden I find myself in a temptation of drawing onto alcohol. And I recognize that this comes upon me generationally and it's like, no, my source is God, not the blood lineage I hold. I honor God within vessel mother, father. I honor God within vessel Larry. I honor God within the nature of that which God is. So I will not alter my mind or diminish the nature of my vessel, this temple. I will not bring impurity into this vessel, but I can still honor mother and father, even if I don't agree with the decisions or if I do witness anything that they're doing, let's say there's children out there and even adult children right now that have parents that are in prison for murder or whatever it happens to be, we can pray lovingly for them, for God within them, to transform and transmute them from within as they are freed from the spirit of murder, as they are freed from the spirit of denial, as they are freed from the spirit of drug addiction, addiction being a fruit of the, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, alcoholism being a fruit of the spirit of addiction. So if we're praying for these individuals to be freed, we can honor them before God, not honor the nature of their actions and decisions, but honor them before God as God would see them in their blessed and holy form, not how they might have evidenced for the generations before them and how they might have evidenced through their own life. Very interesting. I uh, came across a prayer that I'd like to read. Sure. Which addresses the topic of honoring your 
parents, your mother and father, and maybe this will lead to another prayer to end this conversation. Sure. I thought it was beautiful. It says, Yahweh, parenting is humbling. At times we as parents feel helpless to our own faults. We know we won't get it right every time. There will be many times when our patience expires and our choices will not align with your will. We ask for your forgiveness, Yahweh, for when we fall short as parents, bless the generations that have gone before us and the legacies and lessons they left us to learn from. Help us to honor our parents and caregivers. Work a miracle in our hearts to forgive those who have mistreated, oppressed, and abused us. We can't do that in our own power, God, nor can we see each other as you see us. Adjust our perspective daily to see and honor the people you have placed in our lives, especially our fathers and mothers. Forgive us for criticizing them, battling them, and dishonoring them with our words and behaviors. Help us to honor you, God, by how we honor them and each other. Praise you for making a way for us regardless of how far we fall short. Your love is leveling and there is power in your name. May we call on you all this in Yahshua's name. Amen. And then keep in mind that Yeshua provided us amazing examples of how to loosen free the spiritual things. That as we look upon a person, we can honor them as God within and pray release of the behaviors and attributes they evidence that do not align with God. The prayer that you just offered is very human-centered. It is not recognizing the greater picture. And Yeshua said, I, I teach you things of a spiritual nature, yet you don't understand even the things of the earth. He was teaching us to the spiritual nature that every single thing you see manifested of corruption upon this earth begins first in the order of principalities, the spiritual realm. So if we see a parent presenting us a certain behavior that does not align with the nature of what we know God to be, we are now seeing evidence of spiritual influence. And the best way to honor them is to look through to God's presence embrace God's presence and pray freedom from the spiritual captive within to relinquish any spiritual hold from the order of principalities, the spiritual realm, so that the parent and generations preceding, generations to follow, including my own, would be freed from any evidence they might be bringing forth that is not pure and of God. So on a daily basis, if we could look upon people, whether it's mom, dad, sister, brother, person who names themselves enemy, whatever it happens to be. If we do this in such a way that we choose to look upon it and reveal the attribute that is not of the divine, and then embrace God within and elevate the presence of God within those we love, whether it's friend, brother, sister, or again, even a person that would name themselves enemy. You must remember that we were first spirit, we joined in the human existence, and then we return unto spirit. So there's nothing to fear. 
Even if a person who names themselves enemy desires to take my life, I am grateful to know that even as I have passed through the veil of life now more than one time, and God's allowed me to see certain things, I know there's no end to this journey. Therefore, I have nothing to fear. So if a person names themselves as enemy and they wish to take my life, I know that I can look through the nature of their actions, see what's spiritually governing them, and embrace God above it. And they won't be able to succeed in their act against me. And even the mechanisms of the earth, whether it's a gun, a knife, or whatever it happens to be, they won't even be able to use them against the physical form of my body. And it's already played out. I've seen that actually happen um, a couple times where one was trying to use a hammer to take my life and another person was trying to use a gun. So they weren't even able to function in order to, to carry out the act because I chose God's love, not the war to battle against them. So as we look to our parents, as we look to those people in our lives, can we honestly look at them and say, you know, I, I do not attach to the nature of corruption they evidence before me. I honor them as God would rise up to make God's presence known within this moment. And that's where the prayer could be for today. Is Yahweh, I thank you that you transmute my eyes that I might see your presence within all people that come before me and that, that I would be equipped in such a way to relinquish anything that does not reflect your nature from both myself and those that I witness, that they would recognize your love within them, draw upon your life-giving breath, and become the blessed and holy creation you intend for them, as we praise you in the name of Yeshua. So that might be an answer to that one. What a wonderful way to see the comparison of a human-centered prayer versus a God-centered prayer, and how we have learned through this conversation a, the bigger scope of what honoring means, not just obedience, respect, but what true well, honor means. To find God. Exactly. Yep. Well, wonderful. That was a great conversation, Larry. Um, and again, I mentioned this to you before we started. Even, even touching this one, number five, um, we've taken the smallest, I mean, like the, the grain of salt in this understanding. If we went back through and if people would do this before the presence of God and people are getting such incredible results when they actually read the 10 great words, if you would go through with God's presence within you and evaluate each individual statement, what does it mean that I understand the origin that is God? They am not imprisoned by the nature of that which is humanity, but I am actually, I know my source to be God of all blessings. They'd hold less anxiety as they face situations like COVID-19 and all the different stuff like that. They would recognize that God's provision will come forth. And just as he knows every hair upon our head and every feather upon each bird, he knows your needs. Draw and seek unto him. Be freed from anxiety or any fears that you would move in such a way that you would gain clarity. And then you would move in such a way that would evidence the blessings God has already established for you to greet as you move forward in life. Great. By the way, listeners, don't forget to go to our website, uh, gracehealing.org. You'll actually find Larry's phone number there as well. Um, and in my personal experience, it has always been very comforting and, and 
very good for me to have conversations besides those interviews we do here on video, but just one-on-one, there is so much we can learn about God and, and, and how we can live this life so much more richly. So I appreciate everybody's time. We appreciate everybody's time. Larry, I appreciate your time. And I look forward to talking to you again uh, next week. Yes, I look forward to it. All right, see you. Thank you, everyone. Have an amazing week. Be blessed in all you do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah.